In today's video, we have a very special guest that will share his journey to success in the e-commerce business. He will also share valuable tips on how to scale your business and reach financial dependence. So make sure you watch it from beginning to end so you don't miss anything that could benefit your business. All right, so let's jump right into it. So let's welcome Ellie Morph. Thank you so much for joining us today, my friend. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How about you, my friend? Good, good. I'm very good. Actually, I'm really happy that you're here because I am a fan of your e-commerce story. Like, could you share with us, with our viewers, about your background, how you got into e-commerce in the first place, and where you are at, like, right now? So back in 2015, uh, I was born in Baku, Azerbaijan. Uh, it's a very small country near, like, near Russia, Armenia, Georgia. Ukraine, all that, all the post-Union countries, mm-hmm. and um, I used to. When I was a kid, I used to be. I used to be a blogger in my home country. I used to do, like tracks, videos on YouTube, and I kind of pushed myself towards the blogging, kind of, ex- uh, blogging area. Mm-hmm. But and I realized that in Azer- in my because my country was so small, the cap that I can achieve something it was really is not is not too high. And uh, mm-hmm. when I looked to the United States, I saw. Listen, if I want to do big things, if I want to become a really famous in the blogging, I have to move to the United States because this is the area where every like a major blogger was born. So I decided when I was 19, uh, move to the United States. It was 2015. It was right before Christmas. And uh, kind of started writing. My, my, my English was completely zero. I couldn't talk in English at all. So I had to learn it towards the years that I was living in the United States. As you can see, my English still is not perfect. No, it's very good. It's better than mine. (laughs) It's very good. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, I think it's all immigrant problems, you know, like the English and adapting to a new language is really hard. Uh, But with the time, it gets easier and easier. And uh, blogging didn't work out, as you can see. I I stopped being a (laughs) pranker. I stopped doing like some kind of social experience because they didn't bring a lot of money. And I made a lot of money because, you know, listen, I moved to New York City. It's one of the most expensive cities in the world. You have to make money to survive here. Meanwhile, I was just uh, bussing the tables. Uh, I was a bus boy, then I moved to being a waiter. And eventually, I started doing food deliveries in the city. In the Manhattan. Mm-hmm. You know, I was literally like Googling, like, how I can make extra money? How can I make more money? And I found out, maybe because I was Googling, uh, now I was like in the in the search for uh, ads uh about the e-commerce you know like somebody targeting the people who was make money want to make money online and i just stumped upon the advertisement of somebody was talking about amazon fba as a business model and it was explaining what is e-commerce is at that point it was something like completely new for me so i didn't know what to expect from it so for the next like six to eight months while i was delivering food i was just listening to what is e-commerce and what does it represent what is ebay what is amazon what is shopify everything Mm-hmm. And uh, my first business model was uh, actually Amazon FBA. I completely ruined it because there's <laughs> a, a lot of people. What do you mean? There is a, there is a students of mine. They have the same mistake that I had like back in the days. Mm-hmm. Everybody who start e-commerce from scratch, but didn't know anything about it, but it's just like something new for them. All we want to do is put so much money towards like one product or two products, and we think that we're going to make a lot of money out of it. Yeah. And that's like a big misconception about it, like because you are having so much risk if the one this one product is not gonna work. Yeah. So back in the days, uh, when I was making my product research, I found out there was a really high product, like a posture corrector, 
when you put it on your back and it's straight up your oh i know those yeah yeah i've seen those ads yeah (laughs) it was super 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 famous at that point it was like 2018 and starting 2019. i contacted the manufacturer and manufacturer told me the price was i think about seven dollars per one piece and then the same manufacturer texted me that but if you're going to buy three thousand pieces of them it's going to be four dollars I'm like, wait a second, I can save so much, <laughs> like 40% almost uh, of the product cost if I don't buy so much. Seems like a good idea for me. And I just bought so many of them. They didn't even know like, that I would sell them or not. I just was expecting them to be sold, you know? Yeah. But when I listed them on Amazon, I sent them, I ranked my product. The moment that I got to the first page, my competitor just destroyed me. Like oh, all the returns, like bad reviews and feedbacks just completely shut down my listing. I had like couple, like 2,000 uh, items still be on Amazon at the warehouse, and my listing was done. Oh so my I had God. to put those products from, like, take the product from Amazon. I kind of cut my losses at that point. And what, what did you do with the products? Eventually, I sold them on Shopify. I created like mm-hmm. one product store on Shopify yeah. and just break even them. Yeah, completely. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to just get my money back at least. Yeah, that's what I did with, with, with that product. But actually, I, ha- I even sold some of them on on eBay when I was creating my second uh, e-commerce business. Oh wow! <laughs> but when I, so when I failed with that Amazon BA, all I had to do is to learn. Okay, if I didn't push myself from e-commerce, yeah. my ideology was if somebody can do it and we do it good, that means like I'm I can do it too. It's just I don't know the answer how to do it properly. So I was starting learning about what kind of business models is out there, uh, aside FBA on Amazon. And this is, I think, the moment when I found one of the Nahar's video on YouTube. He was explaining how to sell products from Walmart on eBay and do drop shipping uh, through the Zika Analytics. The idea was so simple for me. You just buy the product from one marketplace, you just write down the different address of the customer that you sold on the different marketplace, and that's it, you just cut the profit. At that point, what was uh, beneficial for me personally, because I had a company who, who were already doing e-commerce on Amazon, I could apply for tax tax exemption on Walmart.com. Oh, on Walmart, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. So smart. it took me a lot of money on the on the, as a profit margin because when you drop ship products, you buy from one marketplace, you sell another, you are paying the sales taxes on both marketplaces, right? Mm-hmm. Your customers pay on on, on eBay, and you pay on a Walmart or Amazon or other other marketplaces. Yeah. So it was really game changer for me because like that, that seven, eight, 10% sales taxes was really good profit margin to my store. And I kind of could compete better with other uh, dropshippers on eBay at that point. I I pushed myself towards the dropshipping and Mm -hmm. uh, it it, it went pretty big. It went pretty big. Uh, I was making around 100k a month on eBay. Wow. Uh, uh, just drop shipping from Walmart. Not bad, not bad. Yeah. And for how, how long how long did you drop ship on eBay? Around one year. One year? Whole year. Uh mm-hmm. there was a lot of problems going back and forward with the eBay customer support, especially when you drop ship, but mm-hmm. we fixed all the issues with them. Uh mm-hmm. we, we managed to completely secure our store. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember at some point, I was thinking, like, what I can do better? How can I have more control towards, like, my e-commerce business? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that's the, there's, like, a constant process, dropshipping uh, process that you can start right away. You don't, have, you don't need a lot of money. 
you can risk a lot. You don't you don't risk a lot because there is a lot of risk that involved with the dropshipping. Yeah. You don't do logistics. Yeah. You don't do you don't do marketing. You don't yeah. you don't you don't kind of control your stock level because yeah. all of those things are controlled by other people, like the other businesses or established brands. Mm -hmm. So it's really good for you to start and learn about e-commerce. Yeah. But, but the cons is that you, at the same time, you are not in control of all those things because mm -hmm. you are not doing them. And that's the biggest problem that I received, that I told that dropshipping mm -hmm. has. And I had to, I wanted to have more control over my business. Mm -hmm. And how I would start switching it, it was really funny. It was actually really random. I was in the Costco just buying stuff for like my groceries and I saw like one inflated mattress it was on yeah. sale in Costco. It was like maybe 30 bucks. I don't remember how much it was exactly, but it was like 30, 35 bucks at that point. I scanned it with the eBay uh, application and I saw that the mattress is selling like for about $100 and it had like a 200 what? sales. Yeah, yeah. Imagine. What? what? <laughs> yeah. All I did. And the same day, I went and bought, uh, I got the UFO truck 26 foot truck and i bought all the mattresses that i had <laughs> in the and as and i went to the different cost coast near the state like in new jersey in the uh Canadian area because i was living in new you did like a, a road trip back. yeah and i bought like, so many of them man I bought, <laughs> maybe i bought like 500 of them oh my gosh i listed them i started selling them with, with i was selling them like five six uh pieces a day and this is the moment when i last listened you can make even more money on e-commerce and your profit can be like 40, 50% if you kind of start doing like semi drop shipping. Mm -hmm. And I start looking for products on the different uh, retails, like Walmart, like physically, in uh -huh. Walmart, Costco, Target, buying the, those in bulk and sell them on eBay. Oh, nice. And eventually that kind of business model completely flipped from the drop shipping to actual shipping products from different manufacturers mm -hmm. and then the next step was for me listen maybe i can sell something on my own maybe i can buy something and sell them directly to my customer without uh looking for a like deals out there it's kind of it's kind of still you know like kind of risky business model you have to always be around to looking where you can buy some stuff in bulk and where you're not so yeah. you cannot sustain a lot of a lot of products you always change new products you buy new products some products are not existing anymore so your listings with 1000 2000 sales are just sitting there without you know like pushing you any more views because you can acquire that product i started using zika analytics to kind of check the competitors what kind of sales what kind of products we sell and how we, how good we're selling certain products yeah i remember one one, one day i stomped upon the the seller on eBay was selling tools, just like random tools, like mm -hmm. different, different tools, screwdrivers, yeah. etc. And I checked his uh, store, basic analytics, and I saw the particular screwdriver. It was just a regular plain screwdriver that he was selling really well, like maybe like a couple thousand a month. What? And I was like, <laughs> what? and he was selling like for 10 bucks or something like that. Mm -hmm. I checked his manufacturer. Like I, I went to Alibaba. I was looking like how how much this screwdriver can cost and what's the profit there. And that screwdriver costs like less than $1. Oh my you God. Buy like in like 100 pieces at once. It's so a huge I kind of, yeah, it's a huge, it's like around maybe 80% after all, like all the expenses, 70% after all expenses. So what I did, I started buying those products, like a, not branded regular products with like just a generic products yeah. from manufacturer. 
and I started listing them on my eBay. Mm-hmm. And I started getting a lot of sales. And I realized, listen, this is very good. This is a really good business model. Why not to kind of push it? That's mm-hmm. how I created my first general store on eBay and um, making a pretty good amount of money at that point. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I want to go even deeper and kind of become more competitive and more hard to copy past business model. I started learning like what I can implement to my business. At that point, I was actually start selling generic jewelry too. Yeah. The same thing like with eBay, you know, like I was, I was, I, I, I researching my competitors for analytics. I was buying the same products, like exactly the same copy of it. Mm-hmm. I was selling them and it was giving me a pretty good amount of money, but I wanted to step up in my game. I wanted to do something that not a lot of people can do. And I start, I bought the laser engraving machine. Oh, and yeah. I started engraving on jewelry. I started uh-huh. making customized jewelry for my, for my, for, for my customers and where the game completely switched because I now can offer engraving. I can engrave so, so many different things, right? Yeah. So I kind of started doing so many different products that I can engrave on. So I was creating different, different stores and I started doing multi-channel selling. I not only start selling on eBay, I start selling on Amazon, I start selling on Etsy, then I start creating my websites and start selling on websites as well. So basically when I was launching one product, I was launching it like four, five different marketplaces. So I kind of leveraging the all like traffic that bring me from different, different marketplaces and double, triple, sometimes in quadruple my revenue just because of this like business model. Wow. The same one that I'm using right now and I'm really in love with. And what's the funny fact is how my second business was born, which is 3PL Fulfillment Center, is because we were selling on so many marketplaces, we, it was one of the biggest problems that we had, it was uh, controlling the stock level. Mm-hmm. We have one product, we sell on four marketplaces, and everybody is buying it, and you sometimes sell products that was already sold out. So you sold mm-hmm. like packages, but you only had two. And we yeah. had to fix the issue. And I was like around back and forward, like looking for applications, like soft that can control the stock level and at the same time push the product to different marketplaces and say like mm-hmm. sales channels. It took me maybe a year or so, and I spent around $200,000 just to fully develop the system that I can use and sell on four or five different marketplaces at the same time and not. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And when I did it, we did it so well and I asked myself, listen, why not we can offer it for other people? Like this is really, we already built the whole new system that can help and fix the fix problem of the people. Like like if somebody sells on two marketplaces or even we sell on one, but we don't want to ship products to the sell, yeah. we can connect their store to our software as the way we connected five hour stores to one store software and manage it from one application. And whenever we get a sale, we can ship the items for them because we're doing the same thing for us. Like all it's like basically we created like our stores as a, as a customers of our like warehouse business. Yeah. And whenever the sales came to, from the stores, we were shipping them. So we was controlling the whole thing. Okay. We, we have to leave the, the link to the software in the description here for everyone to, to see and check it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So th- that's just, it's amazing, man. And how can I ask you how much uh, revenue are you making right now with all the businesses? Are you talking about like warehouse house 3PL fulfillment center or like the e-commerce, just like e-commerce? Everything. 
uh, on top of my head, it will, like e-commerce this year, projected revenue is going to be around $3 million, $3 million. The problem is that we actually went down because, you know, the time is really bad right now. The consumer behavior are going lower and lower. Mm-hmm. And people, it's not like it was 2020 when yeah. the COVID become a thing. Yeah. Online sales went to the roof. Like we made over $5.5 million in revenue on the COVID. Okay. And yeah. that's insane from delivering food to where you are right now. Man, you are amazing. You're an inspiration for all of us. Thanks, Seriously. Lami. I, I, it's, uh, I, I wouldn't quote, the, the thing is why I don't think the same way that, like, I don't think about myself that I did something, I achieved something like really big, is that I kind of train my mind not to be excited about anything in my mm-hmm. life. Because when you are excited or when you are actually like praise yourself towards your goal. Mm-hmm. What's happening is your mind become comfortable with what you do. Yeah. And because becomes comfortable with what you do, you become comfortable with your life. Mm-hmm. And you kind of stop pushing yourself towards your limits. It's like, okay, I'm making money right now. It's good money. I'm okay. I can pay my bills. And why I have to work hard to do mm-hmm. achieve more. And that's when I think this stops that evolving process of you. So this is the same reason that I, when I start doing 3PL, by the way, the $3 million that we we're going to make this year is only e-commerce. Because 3PL is around $1.2 million mm-hmm. revenue. So co- combined, it's going to be like 4.3, 4.5, if everything will be all right, and nothing like major is going to happen with the economy. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was what I like about 3PL. It's a, it's a very complicated business model. Like not a lot of people can start doing it because it involves so much money upfront. Mm-hmm. It's all so much learning. And I can say maybe six, seven companies in the United States who does that and does it really well mm-hmm. because, you know, like it's such a complicated business model. Yeah. And scalability is, there, is like crazy. I mm-hmm. know the guy who is in Long Island City. I'm sorry, in Long Island. In, in, uh, he's, he started his triple business a couple of years ago. Yeah. He makes right now over $15 million a month Oof. on 3PL just because oh he, he has like. 15 warehouses in one area and it just fulfills the products and oh my gosh. fixing the warehousing problem for a lot of other e-commerce businesses. And the pro- and the good thing about 3PL, because e-commerce raising, yeah. and everybody's going to start doing more and more e-commerce because this is a new thing, it's a new way of doing retail. Yeah. All of the businesses that support and serving e-commerce will be raising with them. So basically, the more e-commerce will become as a thing, the more 3PLs like repackaging businesses, the warehousing business will go up and too because they mm-hmm. are starting this this business model. Definitely. One of the reasons why I want to push 3PL for the next couple of years. Yeah. So now that we know where you are right now, which is in a very amazing place, where do you want to go? Like, what are your plans, your goals, like ahead and the future? So remember that I told you about when I used to be in, back in my home country, I used to be a blogger. Yeah, that's that's desire to become influential, transform into something new. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like listen, in the I moved to United States in 2015. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about the business. Yeah. I just trained myself, switched my mindset, completely pushed myself to thinking about the life and everything around me differently, so yeah. I could be more productive and changing my mindset for success. If the immigrant uh, without English could did that 
that means like a lot of people can do it too. I always say that to the people like who uh, I talk to or yeah, like people come to me and they ask me like for advice how we can start on e-commerce or what we should do or how we can just become business owner. All I tell them is so funny how when you actually get any kind of success, you realize everything is in your actual mind. Like how you think about things, how you treat yourself, how you let yourself express certain emotions yeah. towards the business or the life lets you to become successful. So back in the days when I used to be uh, working for someone else, I didn't realize how bad worker I was until I started hiring people and, and seeing the same characteristic parts in them that I had in myself. Mm-hmm. And if I knew that, my like for example, my, my boss wanted me to do something that I'm not paid for and then promote me, that it would completely switch my mindset around that. You know, like when you are realizing that you don't want to give people extra money just because they want it, but you will yeah. you won't give them money because they deserve it, because they push themselves and we do extra for your business, for you that we are not paid for, and then we become kind of we deserve now that race. The same thing comes with the business, with the money. If you think about the business being a business owner, you do something that you are not receiving anything in return for many, many like months and years. And then eventually you become worth of that money and business gives you money back. Yeah. You hold the like, like minds of, but people, all of us, honestly, we, I think we are guilty of that. But we usually want something right away because we think we deserve it. But let's be honest, sometimes when we want something, most of the time we're not ready for it because we want something we, which is it's ahead of us when we actually have it we don't want it that bad like for example if you buy a new car right after a couple of months it's just a regular car for you but back yeah. in the day, dreaming about that car you wasn't ready for it yeah. so i just want to share my story i just want to share my life i just want to share how i was able to train my brain to be who i am right now <laughs> and again if the 19-year-old immigrant who moved to this country with zero English, with zero money, actually $500 in my pocket, could do all of this. That means everybody can. Yeah. Everybody can. Definitely. You know, next chapter is to promote my own brand, to promote my personal brand. As you can see, Morph is, mm-hmm. my, is my personal brand. I want to I wanna push my YouTube to, I want to become a business speaker. I want to talk about problems of the immigrants in, in the United States. I want to yeah. talk about problems of entrepreneurs around the world. I want to talk about mindset evolving and be one of the most important thing. I, the thing that I say, the thing that I tell people, I want it to be valuable. So we would be able to, it, it, even a subscription, uh, even if, if you're a new subscriber on YouTube channel or a new follower, you know, like we subscribe, we give you their attention in exchange of your information that you give to them. Yeah. And that information is to be valuable. Yeah. So basically, my my next goal is to train myself to become a better at the speaking, being better at the English as well, because, you know, like my, I'm still learning English. I'm still evolving myself to becoming a better speaker mm-hmm. and helping other people just to become better helping other people to show them the perspective that even if you have a like bad thing in your life right now, sometimes oh in a year or two, it can be completely different. Yeah. I'm, I want to share like one part of my life when I used to do a delivery in the city. I had a really like bad moment 
when I didn't have anything. I lost a lot of money. Uh, my two bikes were stolen from me. Uh, oh uh, I couldn't even buy a new bike to go out and make deliveries. For, so for the next like 25 days, I used to deliver on the food, just uh, running around the stores in the city, giving, like making some kind of money so I could invest that money and buy a new, a new, a new bike for myself. Mm-hmm. At that point, I remember when, I, when the day when my bike was stolen from me, I was sitting at home, I was thinking like, this is it. Like, you know, what else can be broke? Like, this is this is the bottom. I don't have money. I don't have anything. I don't have availability to make money right now the way I made like a couple of days before. And I told like nothing good gonna happen for me. And I think about how everything can change within a year because it's the same year that I studied commerce. The mm-hmm. same year, exactly the same year. Wow, wow. Switched whole my life around. And sometimes you just one decision from making money, being independent and be financially successful. Just one. You don't have to be right 100 times. Just have to have be right one time out of 1,000. That's what you tried. You lost. But that one time is changed your life and you become the, the man, the person who you want to become. My friend, it can't get any more inspiring than this. Seriously. I, I know that our viewers are getting a lot of value from this and and most importantly this fire you know uh that the same thing can and will happen to them uh, if they put the effort into it and uh, i just want to say that as well we're going to put all the links to ellie morph's social media everything down here in the description and ellie i want to thank you so much so much for coming here and sharing all this information everything that you just shared which is in the end, very beautiful and empowering. So thank you so much. And I hope to see you again here soon. And let's get in touch. But before we go, is there anything else that you would like to, to share? I want to say thanks to Nahar, by the way. Uh, if, you, if a lot of people don't know Nahar, he's a, he's a founder of Zika Analytics. Yeah. And uh, back in the days, how I want to like share the story how I met Nahar, mm-hmm. if you are if you're okay yes. with that. Yes, of course. <laughs> so, so I used to do it. I used to do it TikToks and show, uh, teaching people how to sell, like, uh, my, uh, how to sell products on on eBay. Yeah. And I made certain videos. And one of the videos went super viral. It was like maybe seven point five million views, where I was showing the analytics and how to properly make product research. Yeah. Is Nahar contacted me about like, hey man, listen, like you, your your videos are amazing. And I want us to kind of partner with each other. Why not? Like you can out of nowhere, but because the videos already was famous. Like he didn't have to do it. Out of nowhere, he just sends me a listen. This is your referral link. Just pass the link uh, to the people who are going to ask about software, and I will share the profit with you. And he had he, he not supposed to do that. He wouldn't. He just would live alone, and he wouldn't like share that money with me. Or he just wanted to help me as a like as aspiring e-commerce blogger to become, you know, like become better at what we do and kind of financially in that sense, support me, which I really appreciate that. His ideology to fix problems and help e-commerce entrepreneurs, that means he's going to be pushing his application to become better in helping. Yeah. In, which which, which we are in the process, by the way, spoilers, this uh, year is going to be a big year. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs>
I don't know, should I spoil it or not? I think he was sharing some kind of things. No, you can't spoil it right now. <laughs> okay. yeah, I'm not gonna say that. But, but, but totally. And I agree. I mean, Nahar, he's, uh, he's my guru, you know, I've learned everything uh, from him. And one of the things I really admire Nahar is his heart. He has, you know, he it feels like you, the reason that he wakes up in the morning is to help people, like to be successful in their business. It's, it's very beautiful to see that. And for me, it totally makes sense. I didn't know this story, but that's so Nahar, you know, that's, that's so that's something that you would do. So I, I appreciate that as well. So I want to, I want to kind of get to the point that I don't know, I want to give something back, uh, to the Zika analytics community, to the Nahar itself. Uh, so I think like if anyone who using Zika analytics right now for dropshipping, and in the future, like me, who want to push themselves to sell products and actually buying products from manufacturer and ship them on to their customers through the eBay, and they don't want to ship them themselves, they can uh, come to us, we can hire us as their fulfillment center, like 3PL fulfillment center that I mentioned before. And I will give you really good discount for people who came from Zig Analysis. Wow. So, if we're gonna come and say like we saw the video uh, on YouTube uh, with uh, basic analytic, or we was referred from Zik analytic, I will give them a good discount just because we come from you guys. Oh my god! You hear that Zik community? Did you hear that? <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> oh my god! Thank you so much, Ali. You are you are the man. You're welcome. You're welcome, and I appreciate. Thank you for having this interview with me. Yes, for sure, man. For sure. It was nice talking to you. Likewise. Thank you so much. All right, so tell us who you want us to interview next by commenting below. Keep moving forward and see you next time.